0: We're not called to be comfortable, accepted, or understood. We are called to make a difference.
1: To make a difference, we want to inspire, encourage, and motivate realtors to find their voice by uncovering their superpowers. I am Leanne Pennington. I am Dawn Roy, and this is the Secretariat Mindset Podcast.
0: And we're recording. It's so exciting. We're live. (laughs) And Uh we are
1: here for another goodness gracious episode of the Secretariat Mindset Podcast. And I'm Leanne Pennington from the beautiful Alabama Gulf Coast. And I am Dawn Roy, right here in Central Virginia, Richmond to be
0: exact. And we're excited to come to you today. And I have to say, the topic is not really a happy topic, but it is something we need to talk about, yes. uh, and that's Realtor Safety. Uh, now, Realtor Safety Month, I was a little mistaken earlier in our conversation. It's in September, but we need to talk about it now because we've had a devastating attack on an agent here in our own backyard here in Virginia. She's in Lynchburg, which is about an hour and a half west of me, what? Northwest. Uh-huh. And um, a Keller Williams agent, and I was at an open house last weekend, so the Father's Day weekend, Right. she was brutally attacked, brutally attacked. And, uh, you know, we need to talk about ways that we can protect ourselves, because I'm telling you what, I mean, whether it's Beverly Carter, who was killed a few years ago, this happens more frequently than the general public
1: understands, or even know. And, you know we we had talked about when we were laying out our um kind of mapping out our topics for the, for our podcast you know right. talking about this in september but you know what i think it's one of these things that needs to be talked about frequently so by all means we'll revisit it then but you know in light of what happened to this this lady it's just absolutely you know very unfortunate have you ever had any
0: occurrences where you felt uncomfortable whether at an open house or with a client or in any aspect?
1: You know, I've not had anything that, um, I have had a couple things that just, I think I kind of spooked myself. I don't really think there was any intent or anything. Um, of course you never know, um, yeah. but I've, I've never but did had you, anything. You felt,
0: did something made you feel funny? I would assume.
1: Yeah. You know, sometimes I just, I will tell you this, I've made the mistake of meeting people and we both know, and a lot of people know the Beverly Carter um, story. I mean, that was a man and why I mean, i do not that they were married, but they, I think they presented themselves as a married couple. Right. So you think there's safety, especially right. if um, another woman is present. Correct. And so I can see how that was, how she just walked into something so I say that to say this, I've, I've been in a situation where it wasn't a, a a couple. It was just another, you know, just a man. And, um, I don't know. You just, sometimes you just get that vibe from people. Mm-hmm. I oh yeah. But I mean, he didn't do anything. Didn't, you know, but I was very cautious. I kept my back, you know, kind of to the wall, just kind of stayed behind him, um, and, you know, it's been a couple of different over, you know, the course of the years that I've been doing this, but I'm very deliberate now. Um, and I know we've got a lot to talk about, but very deliberate at open houses. I do not do them alone.
0: Well, and you know what? There is a, I think there's a big push and people have been talking about this on Facebook, particularly here, because it's so close to us geographically mm-hmm. that, I mean, open houses, people are being encouraged not to do open houses, you yeah. know, and, and I know there are agents, especially new agents. Come on puppies. I know that you get business from that and that's awesome. You know what I mean? And I, as a new agent, you're trying to do everything you can, but the reality is I don't think they're safe for the agent. I don't think they're safe for the client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not that I think that there there's never a place for an open house, but I mean, it's, you know, the reality is if the general public, and if anybody who's not a realtor is listening to this, you know, we do open houses to create business for ourselves. Yeah. Because you you have like a 0.01% chance of even selling your home in an open house. Yes. Most of the time. You're going to normally sell your home with an agent who has viewed you, your listing and has, has a buyer who fits that and you know, brings it on a separate, you know, on a private showing. Okay. Uh-huh. And I, you and I have laughed about this before. I've told you many times before, I really think that Sundays are for two things and two things only, and that's for Jesus and football. (laughs) So if you want me to do an open house, it may have to be on a Saturday. (laughs) But you know, uh, that I think is a misnomer. And when I have clients who want to do open houses and COVID has changed that drastically, by the way, Mm -hmm. even though open houses are now allowed in Virginia, clients aren't really wanting that. don't want people traipsing through their home and i got news for you it's just your neighbors coming through anyway most of the time most of the time you know that's really the truth they're like well so you know susie updated her cabinets i need to see what they look like you know." but i've had a couple of um not terrible scares but enough to make me really put into practice and what you're talking about and not meeting people you don't know Uh, you know when i mentor a new agent as well as yourself. I mean, that's critical. That's number one. If a buyer wants to buy a home and they're truly serious, they will do the things necessary to purchase. And Mm -hmm. those things are, you got to be pre-qualified first. We have to meet and be eyeball to eyeball. I got to know you. And I need to find out if as a realtor, if I want to work with you. Because we don't, you know, it's like a date. You don't want to go out with everybody. That's right.
1: Well, you know, and then just that initial meeting in a safe, common, you know, populated area, you can sometimes pick up on something. That may not be very kosher. Right. Sends up a red
0: flag for you. And so people that are truly wanting to be a homeowner will do the things that you ask them to do. Mm -hmm. If they start pushing back, I mean, I know you've had this, I've had people call, oh, I'm out in, you know, where? someplace where the house is vacant and I'm standing in front of the sign and I would like to see this. Then why don't you call the name of the agent on that sign? Cause I'm... <laughs> we, there's a process you're yeah. going to go through and that that's a, the way it is. You know what I mean? Here's a couple of other things that I think are important because we've had a couple of other attacks here in the state. One was in a new construction development um, and it was a young agent and she kind of did all the things in a wrong manner. She went into the property in front of the client. First of all, met him just for the first time. And he wanted to see other property. You know, you know how they'll build cul-de-sacs? they yeah. have, you know, she was the only agent there that day. So the house she's in, he wants to see the other one. She goes down there with him. She goes in the house in front of him, goes up the stairs in front of him. And it came out that she knew she was in trouble when she heard him putting gloves on. Mm. He beat and raped her for the inch of her life. Oh this gosh. is the thing I have. Clients will say this. They're like, "Why don't you ever park in the driveway?" And I go, "Oh, because I want you to pull in the driveway so that you can feel like what it. You know, this could be your home. I always park on the street because you're not going to get me blocked in.
1: Yeah. yeah, I do too.
0: Always park on the street." I never enter a home in front. I never go anywhere in a house in front of the client. I stay behind them all the time. And if there's a basement, go have fun down there. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. Yeah. You're not going to get me isolated. I stay yeah. in, a, in a hallway. I stay central to the house. Absolutely. I think we'll you need to go look, what see what a bathroom looks like. You know what I mean? It's, we have to be smart about this.
1: We you do. Know? You know what else? I, I think you're, Especially if it's somebody that you've not met. Again, we've already touched on that. You should have that initial meeting. Don't be doing you know, that. Grab, grab somebody to go with you. Yeah. And you know they can sit in the car. I mean, at least you've got another person there, right? With you, and um, you're not the, you're not a lone ranger.
0: Well, I know a lot of ladies who have who are married who will take a husband, mm-hmm. especially if it's a night meeting. If there's a night showing, it, like in the winter when it gets dark so early, you know what I mean. Yeah. I take my uh, trusty Smith and Wesson. <laughs> well,
1: hey, you laugh, but I, um, I have. I got S&W with me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, a, a firearm, but I've been thinking very serious about it. Um, well, it, listen, it's always scared me. I,
0: I think the more you use a firearm, the less frightening it becomes. But above all else, you better know how to use it. I want people not to, you know, I don't say this in a cavalier way. I do have my concealed carry license here in the state of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it's in, it's in the car.
1: Yeah.
0: And depending on the situation, it's on me, right. not in a purse. It's on my person. Now, no one knows that it's not my job to frighten others. I had no intentions of frightening someone. But I am going to give myself the best advantage of living through something. And you know what? And when I say I, you know, I had investors that want to go and there will be these houses that are basically a shell that they've picked up because it's a tax lien and they've been vacant forever. And it's not so much the area, it's the fact that the house is totally vacant. The windows are broken out. You, I have gone in and seen mattresses with needles. Like, you know, people will come and squat, right? You know. They will come in. They'll break in for a place to hang out, and you don't know. And there'd be there would be drug paraphernalia. I mean, you don't know who you're going to come in contact. You know, I could walk into a room and scare somebody who's, you know, basically camping out in a, a vacant home. Right. And you just don't know how people are going to respond. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not own you know Annie Oakley from Annie Get Your Gun or, or anything like that. But I do think that take it seriously if you decide to to do carry concealed. Uh, now, Virginia is an open carry state. I could walk around with a holster if I wanted to. But really? like, Oh, golly, yeah. I could wear I my cowboy boots and I could holster a sidearm, and no one would be able to tell me anything. We are an open. Is it
1: visible to the public?
0: Visible to the public.
1: I have no idea what Alabama is.
0: So I've been in the store, and you know, like wherever Target or whatever, several times, and seen uh, a gentleman will walk in with a Glock. Right there on his belt. I'm like, and I go right on, brother. If something goes bad, I'm looking for you in the store and hiding behind you. Yeah. You know, because someone who has one, this is the take I have on this. Probably uh, opposite of many people. I am not afraid of the guy who I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's open carrying and a pistol. I, I I'm good with that. It's the guy I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Because i just think that people need to start looking at gun ownership in a much different light than what the media hypes it up to be
1: yeah and um, and i'm i'm definitely not i mean i believe we all should have the right to bear arms i've just never um i mean my husband wasn't a hunter and we just yeah. never had a gun but i'm i think, i'm thinking i'm gonna
0: well, you want to go to the gun range. You want to get certified. You mean you want to take the class, gun ownership, and how to how to use it. You want to be you want to be well versed with it so that you're not taken advantage of with your own firearm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think there are firearms that are very lady friendly. Now, the one that I carry is not fun to shoot. It's not one you're going to go target shoot a lot with because it's very small. And when the barrel is short, like a two and a half inch, it it there's nothing to absorb the the energy whenever, mm-hmm. when you, when you fire it. So it, it, it's not comfortable in your hand, you know what I mean? But it's a hammerless five shot revolver. And it, there's no way to jam. If, 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 if you pull and nothing happens, you just keep pulling. keep pulling. My concern with people, especially with new firearm owners who want to get like your nine millimeters, your semi-automatic, you know, if that thing jams, there's, there's a lot to think about to get that thing working back appropriately. Yeah. And you may not have that much time.
1: Right,
0: no. I mean, hope you said if I ever were to show my weapon to someone who's threatening me, that would be enough to make them go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't Eat. packing heat. Pack the heat boo,
0: <laughs> pack the heat. You know, and I don't, you know, and I had, uh, my ex-husband was a uh, worked at night. He had, was a night shift worker and I was always in the house by myself with the kids. So I, we've always, I've always had a firearm.
1: Okay.
0: Just because I, you know, wanted to be, you know, I, and, and the kids had a, like a fire safety drill, you know, so if there's a fire, you know, you go to this room cause it's, you know, a, a two store, it's a leak to the screened and port. you know, you have to have like a plan, you know, I don't think you should have firearms in your home and not have a plan what to do if someone does invade your space, you, you know, have a fire safety drill, have a, invader you know plan whatever it is you know and whether or not like this gal in lynchburg i mean if the open houses i do i will bet you a hundred dollars i will buy you your next meal there is a firearm somewhere on dawn Mm. i'm not doing an open house otherwise you know it's Uh, just ridiculous i mean here we are lynchburg is a little town it's a little quaint little and here you had a crazy man take a crescent wrench and strike her over the head like 10 or 12 times. And just, and just to be random, I mean. And, you know. it's, and for no reason. I mean, no one said any, no one has said why. Yeah. There's no motive. I mean, he's like in his thirties. I mean, some crazy fool. I mean, who knows? And you never, and here's, here's, here's the thing about open houses. Get yourself near a unlocked open, you know, an unlocked door. And when people come in, I go, you know, this is, Master's on this end, the, the basement's over here, you go there, whatever. And I, if you have questions, you come back and let me know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, if you're there by yourself,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, when you have a
0: partner, is one. At one part of the
1: house and the other is at another part of how do you guys work that? So how we did, I just did one of these sat last Saturday. Um, so one of us stayed central in the kitchen at the table because we were actually, you know, we had the laptop pulled up in case they wanted to, you know, consumers right. came in and wanted to know about other homes. Um, and then the other would just kind of follow along. And then we're talking about a, a 2,000 square foot home. So it's not like a large home where right. something's going to happen to one of us and the other not know about it. Um, so if you can't find another agent partner, I mean, get a lender. I've even had inspectors offer, right. You know, I'll come sit open houses with you, you know, just, um, there's opportunities. You just got to ask, um, and you were, you know, spot on about being close to, you know, be aware of your surroundings, just like Mm -hmm. you had a plan for home. Yes. If somebody invaded your home, you kind of had a plan in your mind, how things were going to unfold, what your options were. You right. need to have that same plan at your open house or when you're just showing a property. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes we, you know, we should, but I know I'm guilty of this. I sometimes arrive at the property as soon as the buyer does. We really should get there a few minutes early and, and kind of case the place and, and yeah. for lack of a better way to put it, but, um, just have to have a plan.
0: You do. Uh, I was showing a house, cause this has been a long time ago, with a single lady, and it's it's in it was a renovated property but vacant at the end of a cul de sac in an older area of, of Richmond, so like Bon Air, you know, built homes built in the 50s and 60s, you know, so it was a brick ranch with a basement. And this gal and I were, you know, we went in and we're walking around and there's no other home. It's literally the only ha- ha- you know, anything to the left of it was, t- it was just all woods. And then there was one house to the right. And as we're coming through, I can't remember like the the family room or something. I see this guy walking. I could see him walking through the, past the front of the house. I could see him through the windows. I'm like, what in the world? And next thing I know. He, I, the door is opening and he opens the door and he goes, and he looked very disheveled, you know, not well kept. And he said, uh, I know the agent who has his house listed and he said, I could come see it. And without thinking, I took my hand and put it in his chest and backed him back down the stairs the whole time, telling my, my client, get in your car, get in your car, get in your car. Mm-hmm. And I said, sir, if you know the agent who has his home listed, you're welcome to call him. And I have only, my only obligation is to my client and I need you to leave. Yeah. I got him back down. I got the door closed and locked real quick. We went to our, we were in separate car, prospective cars. Yeah. I pull out my pistol and just kind of dangle it over the car door. <laughs> so, he, hey, mama's got something for you. <laughs> And, uh, got on the phone with that listing agent and I said, boo, you better get over here now. Cause you've got a homeless person or someone roaming the knee, getting ready to break into your house. I mean, he's getting ready to squat. Yeah. Squat. You will come here tomorrow and there'll be someone sleeping or living in this house. Mm-hmm. So, Cause the basement, was a typical walkout with the sliding glass doors. I mean, those are easy to invade. I hate, I hate to tell people, but a sliding glass door is kind of probably a criminal's dream come true. For sure. Um, you can pull those off the track, but, uh, he, I mean, I, I think that you have to shock and awe a little bit, you yeah. have to be so ready to get out of your comfort zone. Cause the reason that criminals are, or especially for women, the reason that women get taken advantage of, in my opinion is we, first of all, we're taught to be super nice. Yeah. We were raised to be good, yeah. not to offend. You can't give them the power. You can't. And so what happens is the, the, the bad guy already knows what he's going to do it's already he already knows has the plan you don't and the reality is so when he makes his move he has control of the situation and you've got to like you've got to reverse it Mm -hmm. you've got to do exactly what he's not expecting you know and he was not expecting you know five foot seven me to push his six foot frame i you know and it's just it's not that i'm brave or anything it's just like i've got someone i'm responsible for Mm mm-hmm this is, you know, not my property. I'm responsible for that property while I'm in it. And I just, you know, I would rather, I was trying to get him out. If any complication was going to happen, I needed him out and away from my client. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was so it, you know, I was like, I mean, and by the, you know, by the time you think about what you've done, I mean, it scares you to death, yeah. but you've got to be able to wrestle control away from them. And for the love of all that's decent, don't let them get you on the ground. If they get within arm length of you, most men, I don't care if one my size or height Mm -hmm. still has a better muscle mass ratio than I do. And I'm done. I'm cooked.
1: You know, one thing that um, I'm curious about here in our local area, we, there are a couple of Facebook pages that are for agents only. our agents tend to do a really good job if they've encountered something creepy mm-hmm. or I mean, they, they'll put it out there. And or so funny phone calls. Yeah. You know, just yeah. FYI. This is where I was. This is what happened. Yeah. I remember there was a situation um, and it kind of just went away. I don't think anything ever came of it, but several agents had the same story about this elderly couple coming by their house, mm-hmm. their houses or the houses that they were there showing or And just random, really weird things. And, um, but it was really good because we were all on alert. Hey, if you're at an open house and this, and she described the car or, and it wasn't just one, it was several that that posted this. Right. So that's always helpful. But I'm curious with you, how do you handle, I don't put buyers in my car Mm -mm. unless you're a friend of mine or a relative.
0: I used to, as a new agent, I did. But not yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer they meet me there, and then I, they can follow me. If we're seeing three or four or five, yeah. The only exception to that might be someone from out of town. They're staying at a hotel. They've flown in. I mean, that's another. You know, that is a you know you an exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. But typically, if they're here locally, they always want to go in their own space anyway. Yeah. yeah. Do you know it what I mean? I do. I, I I I think we miss getting to control the conversation a little bit and kind of feel their temperature as we're going, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know what I mean? But I kind of, you can catch up with that at each house. I mean, you know, so the last one, you know, zero to 10, what'd you think? Where are we on the meter there? You know, and you just start eliminating uh, property choices that way. I don't think you have to be in the car for them. And a lot of folks have kids with car seats. I mean, you know, it's all, you know, I've got one little family, they're driving this, like, Nissan something with a third-row seat because they've got daughter, husband, child, baby, her mom, her dad. <laughs> they open the car. It's like a Chinese drill. What is it? They run around. They all roll out. It's all these people. You know? <laughs> Remember how we used to do it? Did you do this stupid thing as a kid when you pull up to the... You're 16. You got your license. You pull up to the stoplight, and everybody in the car got out and switched
1: seats and run around. And run around. I mean, we're so stupid. When I know, I don't know why we thought that. How did we survive to
0: be this? You know, this age. (laughs) I don't know. Oh man. I mean, that's typically people prefer their own transportation, and I think there's some control there too, and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, I am too. And and now with, with COVID, that, you know, it puts a whole different light on that. You don't yeah. want people in your car anyway. But yeah, my I guess that's probably my biggest piece of advice to especially new agents who are just yeah. getting started. Just don't put people in your car. Meet I agree. Them, let them follow you. Um, meet them first.
0: Mm-hmm. Qualify them. Have them meet you there.
1: Yeah. Get your pre-approval letter. Yep. Get them to send that to you.
0: Um, no, you know, speaking have you had offers lately on your listings where they no pre, I had to ask for the pre-approval. I've had probably three in the last month that I've had to say, thank you for the offer. Mm-hmm. Golly gee whiz, <laughs> but we really, really like to meet. How are you going to pay for this? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So some of that has been interesting to me that we're not getting but that's kind of off topic, but that, and we'll do well, another best practices. But this is a best I mean, practice, how to keep
1: yourself alive. You know? Yeah, yeah. But back to that pre-approval deal real quick, um, is it that they just, they didn't have it or they just didn't send it over with the offer?
0: You know, uh, more times than not, it's been, uh, we'll have the letter by tomorrow. So like if it's a Sunday, you know, we'll, we, you know, they're working on it. Mm -hmm. lenders working on it. I can have it by tomorrow, you know, and that's fine and well and good. But if you're in a multiple offer situation, you've really just cost your client the house. Yeah. Because I'm not going to present your offer with no, you know, it's, it's just, it's just paper that purchase offer is just, it means nothing. If I don't have any way to prove to my clients that you have proof of funds or lender, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. how
0: are we going to pay for this bad boy? Right. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, that's why I encourage people to use local lenders who will answer the phone on a Sunday. Thank you. And shoot one out to you if necessary. I, and, and already spoken to your clients, by the way. You yeah. know, so please. I think some of it is these these folks are taking people out that are not 100 percent qualified already. I agree. Waiting on that lender letter. So, yeah. if, so to our point, do not do that because in this climate right now, houses are moving so quickly. If we have to wait on paperwork as a listing agent from you and your client, we're probably going to go ahead and negotiate
1: out someone who's already got their stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yep, I totally agree. Um, that's great advice. You, um, one thing I'm just sitting here, you know, reflecting on, you know, when I said that about COVID, and even though we're talking about agent safety, you know, back to the the guy that did this to this agent. Yeah. You know, and again, because it seems so random, you just, you know, the environment that we're in right now, that our country's in right now, there's so many people with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. We just really have to go the extra mile and taking precautions. Um, Don't take anything for granted. Absolutely not. Don't assume.
0: Don't assume. And, you know, he's like in his mid thirties, this guy, all that's been released about him. And there's been no release about what his motivation may or may not have been. He was in the house earlier during the open house. When people Mm -hmm. were in there, he then left, came back when there was no one in the home, but herself. And that's when the attack occurred. And, you know, I think, you know, speaking of mental illness, people with COVID, people who have a mental illness or propensity towards that, you know, with COVID and all of the things that are going on, that's probably heightened a lot of their anxiety. You know, it just has really triggered a lot of folks. Right. So there's just, you know, there's no compromising on your safety as a realtor. There's no compromising on your preparation as a realtor. There's no compromising on your standard of profession. You know, in dentistry, when I was a dental hygienist, we call it a standard of care. Mm -hmm. You have to have a standard of care that applies to all patients. All patients get exactly the same. When they hit your chair, we do this, this, and this to everybody. We as professionals in the real estate business should have a standard of our profession, standard of how we operate with every client. Every buyer is going to meet me in person at a public place. Every buyer is going to prepare a, have a lender letter before, before we go to see homes. Mm -hmm. And you know, here's one that I don't think a lot of agents think about a lot of times. You better have your listing clients, your seller clients pre-approved to buy the second house before you go put their house on the market. Mm -hmm. That's a step. Yeah. You know that you know, because they're oh well we have fifty thousand dollars in equity and we want to go buy blah, blah, blah. Yes, but do you have the credit and the other reserve? I mean, there's a lot to go into that. You know, you might have fifty thousand on paper, but by the time you pay all the expenses of selling and da-da-da-da. Now you're whittling that down and can you truly buy what you th- I mean I go through that. How much do you owe? <laughs> you know, what do you think it's gonna go for? What yeah. are you looking to buy? Yeah. What do you need to net? What do you need to net? And that needs, you know, and we need to be safe when we go see sellers' homes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a, a kind of a different animal and much more difficult. Now, I'm fortunate, and I know you are too. I am primarily referral based. Yes. So yeah. I might not know you, Leanne, but your dear friend, so and so, referred me to you, and told me what just a lovely Christian girl you are. No. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. But you know what I'm saying, and you kind of feel yourself, you know, around that situation. That's a little bit different. But I don't have not heard as many people, and I'm sure there are agents who have had incidences in a listing appointment. But it's always a buyer. It's always that getting you away, getting you to an isolated location, getting you to a vacant home. That's where most of that occurs.
1: I agree. That's the higher percentage of, of opportunity. And, yeah. um,
0: you because know, it's- they, they unfortunately think that, why did they I'm trying to remember there was a wonderful documentary on Beverly Carter's life. And if anybody has a chance, I think it was on Netflix or something. It's really, really, really good. Her son did mm-hmm. a beautiful job. Um, I don't know if it can't remember where I saw it or there might've been some sort of YouTube, but go Google her. Um, very tragic story. But you know, that's kind of here's a woman who's been around in real estate for a number of years, but got lured Mm -hmm. her husband and wife, right? And maybe let her guard down a little bit, probably. Right. And ended up, according to her son, the wife didn't show up and just the husband. That's right. So they made it look like a couple was meeting her, and then when she gets there, it's just him. Mm-hmm. Although there was a female involved and I mean, she was in, implicated as well because it, it was a kind of a group effort,
1: but. And it was a vacant, vacant home and it was, was kind of off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a lot of, you know, when I heard about it, it was tragic just like this with the lady in, in Lynchburg, but you know, it was just a couple of years ago that I really dove back into and I haven't even seen the documentary. I need, I need to watch that. But I just was not aware of of just how, You know, it really was a planned out process Mm -hmm. by that man and woman and, um, just sad. Well, and they,
0: I think they originally, they used her for a ransom, but she, they killed her right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was dead before they even made the call. So it's, you know, that's thinking that, well, if someone uses me for ransom, they're going to, that's not how these people think. Mm -mm. I mean, they're, these are just really demented human beings. Yeah, you know, and I don't know, you know, he's a really neat guy. Her, her son, and uh, he's working. He's worked very tightly with Realtor Safety, especially with National Association of Realtors and others like that. And there's so this lady. Um, let me get my glasses on so I can see. She does. There is a GoFundMe page that has been set up in her name. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, participate, and I I would encourage everybody to do so. Her name is Lenora Farrington. And she does, there is a, a page has been set up by friends and they have raised a total of $153,000. That's amazing. Uh, oh, and let's see how many people have done, 400, over 400 people have donated thus far.
1: And... Um, Maybe you can attach that link.
0: Yeah, I will we'll do that into the podcast so everybody can have an opportunity to go there. It, it you know, we're all, we're all, you know, we're sisterhood and brotherhood in the real estate community. And I think it's important, you know, uh, that we support each other, you know, in, in whatever company you're with, whatever state you're in, that we're all kind of doing, we're all doing the same thing. We're all kind of chugging that train down the track. Right. When something happens to one of us like this, it it becomes open season for all of us.
1: Amen. You know, one other little thing, and I've I've done this before just because of uh, really when I was a newer agent and meeting and not, not really, um, not knowing what I know now or practicing what I practice now, but I've, I've come up to a house and I was going to show a buyer and I will take a pick and I hadn't met them before. hmm. It never turned out to be anything, you know, an issue, but I took a picture of their license plate
0: mm.
1: and text it to my husband or yeah. somebody just to. And then we also when, at this point, time, I was with Keller Williams and we would um, if you were in trouble, you call the office and tell them to pull the red file. And that was a trigger. that mm-hmm. You were not safe. Yeah. And so there's just lots of little things you can do, but you really you need to put file in it. You need to put it sooner rather than later.
0: Our Sentry Lock, we transferred over from Supra to Sentry Lock a year ago. And on the app, you can set a, it's kind of an a, a alarm yes. timer. So we if you it. don't stop it within however long you decide to do it, then it automatically reaches out to your emergency contact. Right. But we did the same, Yeah, you know, we had the same situation. Um, if you, it, they, we had a code word for the office. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and it can be just, but like being you. I mean, I'm an, I have also told friends who are yeah. agents, "Hey, I'm going to X, Y, Z. You know, call me in an hour and make sure I'm back. You yeah. know, because I if I don't remember to call you, let me know. And it could just be because you're traveling. You know, you, you've got rural property that you're going to. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just so many different types of property to see. You can go to a horse farm an hour away. You know what I mean? It's just the traveling. It's just the
1: distance, you know, just, uh, you just want someone to check up on. you. Yeah. And share your location on your phone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Lots of things that we you just don't think about, but you know, when something like this happens to a fellow agent, you know, it's again, it's something we uh, practices we need to put in place, you know, yeah. now. And I would take, um,
0: as, and, and this is not just women, it's men and women alike because men have been attacked and murdered as well. Mm-hmm. Take, some self-defensive classes you know learn how to use your body um a girlfriend of this lady lenora a girlfriend of her said that she this she takes karate or some kind of combat kind of and that that's probably the only thing that kept him from killing her because she fought him so hard you know what i mean and that's you know that's kind of my thing and all the the ones that i've taken you know you've got to keep people away from you Mm -hmm. i mean especially a man and there's a great, there's a guy, there's a couple of them on TikTok. I mean, and, you know, TikTok is funny and it's cute and it, everything's like 60 seconds. So, so you can swipe through video, video. But there's a couple of folks that show tactical ways for women to get away from men when they have you in certain kind of holes, like whether they have yeah. your wrist. or where, Because, you know, that whole lie about kicking a man in the groin is, you know, that's all we've always been told. Well, if you kick him in the groin, you can... First of all you got to hit him just right and number yeah. two if you don't you're gonna make him so mad <laughs> he's gonna hurt you more okay yeah. so it, that's you know there's other ways to kind of wrestle i just try I, my goal is to stay away from you yeah i don't want you near me
1: you know yeah, if I you, need you need to have more than one trick
0: you have to have a, a whole bag full of tricks yeah absolutely so you know, we want people to be safe. And and this I think this is not just for new agents. I mean, I know seasoned agents that are doing some stuff. Don't be so focused on the transaction or the potential for a sale
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you for one moment put
1: your guard down. Yeah. We do. We get so busy and so wrapped up in being here, being there, and and you do. It's just one little thing, you know. And be aware of, be aware of, you know, who may be following you to a house. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have somebody that's I, you know, focused or locked in on you at another property. So you just never know. Be aware of your surroundings at all times.
0: And and when you're, I was showing city property a few years ago, and a distraught member of the family so the home was vacant mom and dad had passed and it had been it was the executor was one of the daughters and I am trying to you know show this house to an investor and we are literally chased out of the house by a man screaming it was it almost got violent I mean we almost called the, and uh, you know a group are gathering around I mean we felt like we were getting surrounded and he's screaming how that is not hers to sell and it was meant for him to have and know, just totally unhinged. Yeah. And I called the agent, I got, we got in the car again, called another listing agent, you know, and I said, do you know who this person is? He goes, Oh yeah, that's a cousin. And he's making it hard for us to sell the property because he stalks it. And anybody that shows up, he chases off. I'm like, you know, that is critical information that would have been nice to place in the listing for agent comments. Right. Yeah. Especially for females. For sure. That should be shared. That should be disclosed up
1: front.
0: You know, that's just, did you, do you not care about your fellow agent? I mean, I just was appalled. I was more appalled that he didn't warn anybody ahead of time because I would have liked to have had the option of not showing it, Mm -hmm. which is I'm sure he's like, well, I'm, I need to sell this thing. That's what I'm saying. Don't get so focused on the transaction that you negate your safety and then safety of your client or another agent good stuff that's ridiculous yes I mean and and our stories are not uncommon there's I mean we could probably interview 100 agents and we could come up with a plethora of stories you know Mm -hmm. what I mean I think we should just go out in my new t-shirt which is not not today
1: Satan (laughs) I love it you know let's let's get real you know yeah and you know what? and, and um, everything that's going on in our world right now, but you could wear that shirt every day. <laughs> it's relevant every day. I
0: could wear it every day, and it'd be valid, right? Mm-hmm. And it'd totally be valid. So you know, we want everyone to stay safe. We want you to do a lot of business people, but we want you to be safe doing it and doing it as long as you want to or long, you know or as long as you don't want. whatever it is. Right. Do it five years, 30 years, however that works out for you, but make sure that you stay safe and get to go home. Safety first. To you people. And we will put a link for this and we will make sure people, you know, get some training. If you want to carry a pistol, I'm not going to argue against it, but make sure you know what you're doing. Follow your state's rules and regulations, obviously, and just be mindful.
1: Amen. And as always, we're here to help you run your race safely. Safely. Right on, right on. Great to see you, my sister. Stay safe. You too, boo. Talk soon. Bye. If the real estate culture you are currently in doesn't support your complete and total success... We invite you to learn
0: more about our culture and why we are so agent,